You are listening to CMHEPC's Cocktail Mocktail Hour podcast. We host a Cocktail Mocktail Hour once a month where we discuss various topics over cocktails. And for those who don't drink alcohol, mocktails. We are inclusive over here. Sip your favorite cocktail with us or try our featured cocktail as we dialogue. This is an environment to hear new and different perspectives. Everyone's thoughts, feelings, and opinions are valid to them. And in this space, we respect that. I would like to take a moment of appreciation for our guests today who have attended our monthly Cocktail Mocktail Hour and are now here to share their thoughts and opinions with us. We have a number of topics to discuss. You never know what new perspectives you may hear. Today, we have returning guests to the podcast. Welcome back, guys. We got Nicole. Nicole is a passionate educational leader for one of the largest school districts in the nation and a firstborn American of Panamanian and Nigerian descent. Nicole has been an advocate for children and youth for over 20 years and believes everyone deserves the opportunity to grow and be loved. When she is not working, which is a lot, you'll typically find her booking a flight anywhere, hanging with family, dancing to Afrobeat somewhere, and enjoying being a newlywed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We also have Twin, who is a manager of operations for one of the largest Fortune 500 transportation and logistics companies. That is a mouthful. She is the only black female manager of operations for her company in both the central and southern regions. Twin was born near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She's a diehard Steelers fan and has now lived in Houston for 24 years. She graduated from the University of Houston with her bachelor's degree and later received her MBA in project management. Welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us again. Yay, I'm so excited. It's always good seeing you, Nico. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Welcome back. Boom, boom, boom. This is going to be interesting. So for our featured cocktail today, uh, this month I am taking it back. Back mm. to Scott Gertner's Sky Bar, the one off of Montrose. Oh do we remember that? I do. The <laughs> elevator. The elevator. <laughs> the elevator. Wow. So I used to be there every Friday, okay? Um, we had a favorite bartender there who created a cocktail for us, and I was randomly craving it last week. And so there isn't a name for it, but I feel like we should just call it, like, Sky Bar because it's blue and it reminds me of the sky. So there's okay, also that. <laughs> so it is Absolute Citron, Hypnotic, and a Triple Sec. So take a sip. Let me know what you think. Yes, she did say hypnotic. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay. We're back. (laughs) Are you dating with attention or are you casually dating? I better not be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, firstly, she's she's definitely not dating anymore. You should still be dating your wife. So we had the most amazing date last week. Our anniversary was last week. We had the most amazing date anniversary. What did you guys do? I saw the pictures. Oh, oh my God. That lamb lamb chops? Let me tell you something, sis. Come on, lamb chops. So I had to eat like one and a half while I was there. Cause I was like, you know, it's, it's a really cute restaurant. You can't do these things. But baby, when I made it home, <laughs> tore it oh up. my tore God. it up. Oh my God. So the <laughs> lamb was amazing. This steak, like I tasted a piece of her steak, melted in her mouth. Like it was great conversation and ambiance and all that. But again, we were too cute to like really go in the way we yeah. wanted to. So when we, met, when we got home, it was round two and it was oh. amazing. Oh, that yeah. sounds great. You know, dates are cool. Yeah. Well, I am definitely dating with intention. Um, I wouldn't even say that we're dating. I'm definitely courting this young lady. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, we have had conversations um, about the future and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But me as a whole, I've always been the person to always date with intention. If I choose to date someone, it's because I see the promise in you. I see that there could be a future in you. I don't 
just talk to someone just for the sake of talking, mm-hmm. right? You're a Libra. Um, I, am, <laughs> I am a Libra. When we're clear, we're clear. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I really love this this young lady. Um, and she knows it. And I don't know. You know, it feels right. You know, we've already had some, I won't say turmoil, but we've had our challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are communicative, yeah. which I've always seeked. Mm-hmm. And rather it's good, bad, happy or sad, we say it as it is. We don't sugarcoat. And I, that's what I believe has made us grow stronger because mm-hmm. we know exactly where we are mm-hmm. with each other, mm-hmm. right? Um, I hope it's the last time that I say I'm dating. Because um, I, really, I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do love this girl. Yeah, my wrist game on the flower girl. <laughs> I, I, I'm a pretty good wrist game putting it out there. But you know what's funny? Because when Sprinkle I always me. said I wanted to be the flower girl, damn it! I've always said that to all of my friends. It was like you can't be the flower girl. You you're an adult. And now you see all these little TikToks. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. YouTube. It's a whole thing. I was gonna be the first, but nobody Same. wanted to take the risk on me. Nobody took the until risk. Later. <laughs> But yeah, so I I've always said it with intention and hopefully hopefully this will to be, be continued. I'm yeah. excited. Oh yeah! So Come on, get your wrist game together. We'll see. She's worth it. Oh, I'm here for it. I'm happy for you. That makes me happy Same. that you're happy. I'm happy. Um. Well, I'm happily single. <laughs> it's a hot ass mess out here. Um, that part. I take my time getting to know people. So even like dating, it's like my my process is I'm going to get to know you first. We're mm-hmm. not dating. I'm getting to know you, Mofo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I like you, then we can talk about dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, it is with intention. Um, but yeah, with the way the things are going, um, yeah, no, I'm good over here. Me and my dog, we're chilling. Come on, okay. Yama. <laughs> Come on, Yama. <laughs> She's going to be 15 next month. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yama, Yama. That's awesome. My little doodle. I love Yama. Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> She's been, I'm like, she's been around my whole adult life. Like, everybody knows Yama. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I've, so I've been, I've, I've tried both back in the day. Like, dating with intentions with sometimes can people have given me feedback that that was dating with like a lot of stress nicole <laughs> um pressure um but i've also been in a space where i'm like if i'm not dating with intention slash what people may see as stress why am i dating pressure to me i'm just fucking around yes so i'm like you don't want that side because you're really gonna be treated <laughs> like a side piece that's so that's the libra I'm, that's what i'm saying either you gonna get it or you not so i'm either out here in these streets or I'm like, you know what, you what I want, and I'm gonna figure it out eventually, you know, whatever. But you, mm. I'm either in or I'm out. There is no in between. Because mm. I'm, I've always been the type, outside of my current, um, I've always been the type to be like, I'm only dating one person because I don't have time to date several people. Listen, mm-hmm. right? Listen, I don't have the money. I don't have the funds. Come on, it's expensive <laughs> to date. Come on. I mean, I'm yeah. stud by nature, so I don't have the funds to do that, right? But. W- I've always seen it as because if I'm dating several different people, mm-hmm. how am I getting to know? How, I can't pick a dime a dozen. Like that's hard. But oh, you know what? She didn't call me back today. So let me go talk to this. Like I just feel like that's yeah. disrespectful to the person who I'm trying to talk to. So rather I was talking, dating, whatever, I've always been like, you know what? 
I see promise. Let me just like hold off on mm-hmm. whoever else, whatever situation I had, because mm-hmm. you, you show the most promise. Mm-hmm. It's always been one. Now, it hasn't been always one when I have been singling out. It's always been other like, oh, I'm still on a date. Line up. I hear you. I can't be the number two. I cannot be the number two. <laughs> Agreed. So once I feel I'm the number two, then I'm not. I'm no longer going to talk no to longer you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and who knows? I could have had my missus right a long time ago, but yeah. I feel that there's a a reason and mm-hmm. a season for everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to be second best, you'll always be second best, mm. and that ain't me. Yeah. Listen. So. Like, I'm definitely that person where, like, I date one person at a time. One, because I'm, like, I don't want to – I don't want my feelings to get confused. Like, I don't want to be, like, oh, I like this about this person. I like this about this person. Why can't I just merge them together? And it's like, <laughs> no, I just want to get to know one person and be, like, how much of this do I like about you? And then we'll keep it moving. And if that doesn't work, then I'll move on to somebody else, right? But, like, I just feel like I cannot – like, I like you, you know, I cannot just – more than one person? Mm, no thanks. Just putting it out here, not saying good or bad or nothing. Uh-huh. But do you think that dating one person at a time leads people to compromise? Because, like, what if you're dating someone for like three years, five no. years, and you're like, not dating oh shit, I didn't for put this much years. time in. I got to make this thing work. We're not dating for three years. Like, like you don't know? No, we're going to be a relationship after like six So, what like, I'm hearing you say is there's listening. a timeline. Okay, well, this is the thing. Probably like, an, like un, an unsaid timeline. Right. Like, for me, well, obviously, like, there's We are lesbians. Timeline. Is it a week? Is it two days? It's a year. Listen, it's all about the connection and the person that you're with. Like, there is no specific timeline. But what I'm saying is that, and you know, y'all know me. Like, it after, like, three months, you can kind of figure out, bitch, are we moving forward or not? And if okay. we're not, that's also okay, too. Mm-hmm. Like, bye. But, like, no, I'm not going to be dating you for three years. Like, no, we've been in a relationship. Like, I'm not going to date for three I've years. I dated somebody for two years, and that still didn't. Because I, I finally barely saw the real them, and I was like, oh, that's who you want to show up to be? Thank you. Thank you for your service. It's been a yeah. pleasure. No, my dating is, once I say I like you, and you say you like me, and we're dating, we're dating to figure out if we're going to be in a long-term relationship. Like, that's, for me, that's, like, the progression, right? So it's like, okay, we're going to date. And we're like, okay, so we're going to do this or not? Like, we're going to be in a relationship or not? So that's why I'm like, when you get to that year mark, like, no, we should probably be in a relationship by then. Like, we're not going to be just dating okay. dating is the getting to know you like to see if I like you romantically enough understood no yeah. I mean listen because <laughs> as you say I mean th- I've never lived with anybody I've never had like the U-Haul situation in my life I've never had that I don't have that story <laughs> she came over never I left think, I, think, I think more so because I've always felt the person who I would live with would be my wife uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, so I've never like emphasized oh yeah you should come live with me or none of that I was like yeah. you got your space I got my space Bro. Yeah. and I think that helps in a situation because now you have a place to go to you can like hang out for like five out of the seven days and uh-huh. like go back to your sanctuary right uh-huh. like that I think that's helped but I think in the past it's hurt because they did want me to move in with them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing that because yeah. I like my space. And you took it as I don't want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And that's not what it was. It was just like, I don't believe we're there to where we need to live together. That's all it was. But, you know. But I feel like, like I'm similar to you where I feel like I never thought that I would live with somebody until we were like planning our lives together. I.e. we're engaged and we're about to get married. Um, and then my ex was like, at the time that I met her, I was in a transitional phase and she was like, well, you should stay here while you figure it out. And I was like, 
I, I guess is what your girlfriend's supposed to do for you. So okay, <laughs> sure. But it was yeah the 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 there was the I wouldn't necessarily say power balance. Like it was it was in balance because of where I was at in my life. But um, I'd always said that like, you know, I wouldn't move in with somebody until we're like planning our life together. So we're engaged and we're about to get married and we're gonna start. You know, like that. I've always said that. Um, because yes, I love my space. I love my space away from the world, and I need that to get away from people and just be. I'm curious because what I heard both of you guys say is that they, your previous people, wanted to move in with them. Would you have? Would your story have changed if they were open to, you know, ending their lease or whatever, and moving in with you? No. Like, would that have been a thing? Because my, because. To me, I think it's important to, before I even get, say I'm going to get engaged or married, it's important for me to know how you are day to day. I need to know whenever you have a stressful day, um, do you bring that home and take it out on me? Do you um, keep, do you stay gone for hours at a time or days at a time and that's considered normal for you? Like, I want to see what the good and bad is going to look like or a sample of prior to because um, when I commit, I commit, I'm in there. And I don't get to find out some kind of random secret that was pretty obvious, but I just didn't have an opportunity to see it early on and say, oh, nope, I'm out, divorce. No, 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 like truly give it time to, you know what I'm just saying? Truly give it time to get to know this person because again, like I said at the beginning, they're not perfect. So I don't wanna wanna see you all done up and who you present present to me Mm -hmm. every time. I wanna see you when, you know, your weave is a little off. I wanna (laughs) see you right before you go to the beauty salon. I wanna see you on those days where you're not together perfect right. how you want to present yourself to be so i can say you know what? i love you i love you and that too mm-hmm. okay that kind of thing well no so it's not even so this is the thing like you are spending all the time together it's just mm-hmm. you're not living together right so you can be there weeks at a time yeah. and then go back home you know and so you're you're still able to kind of to see them throughout like their day-to-day it's just not like they're all the time you know what i mean do you get so, in their business though like do you get in their businesses financials and stuff like that like, what if your person, um, crazy scenario, have never experienced this, thank God. But what if this person had their own place and they're spending all their time with you and whatever, and they still have their own place, but what if their ex is paying all their bills? I know, random, curveball. I'm just saying. But, well, like, what if they are not good with finances to the point where you're like, oh, I thought you were independent all this time, but I had no idea that your financial stability was dependent on your you ex. know, this random thing, this, this non-negotiable. But I feel like with this particular circle here today, mm-hmm. like, these are things that you will pick up on eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, these uh, days, folks, like, mm. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but, like, also, it's, you know, these, like, you're still spending, even though you're not living together, like, you're still spending, like, in a huge amount of time with that person. So, like, and then before you even get into, you know, all these things, like, you've had these conversations, about finances mm-hmm. and like all those things. So if you're about to marry somebody, it's not just like I'm gonna marry you and we're gonna get engaged. Like prior to getting engaged, like these conversations have been had, or we're aware of like all those things. I don't know. I've I guess maybe I'm coming from my, a space of where I've dated folks who had a good um, conversation game, mm-hmm. but when it came to them actually living it and walking the talk, that's where I was able to see. Oh no, you just full of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes uh, for me. I've experienced, and there's some folks that, again, what they say matches what they do. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That's a mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. But sometimes people get so um, good at it, or mm-hmm. good at covering, or good at whatever they're doing, this facade, that um, it takes a little bit of a trial and error to say, okay, you, 
if, if you know you didn't handle it handle that the way I thought you would or that mm-hmm. I think you should have or as something to look out for like a red flag yeah that's those are some things that to me when I would live with someone um, I would I would check those red flags and mm-hmm. see is this a red flag that's a permanent or just I come at a bad time yeah um, well I mean I can say like when you were mentioning about them asking me to live with them and me not doing it in return mm-hmm. That's because I'd never ask anyone to live with me because I don't want you in my space. Like that. <laughs> but that was then, mm-hmm. you know, if if the young lady who I'm courting would want to live with me, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I've never been in that space before. I've never been like, oh, come stay with me. Come hither. Like, I've come never, hither. <laughs> come on, come I've never <laughs> been in that space before. And that's how I know, like, one, this is real. Mm-hmm. But. In the same token, like even the young ladies I've dated before, and you mentioned about the financial situation, we've had those conversations. Like I don't, I don't go ten months without having those conversations. Mm-hmm. It'll come up naturally, mm-hmm. right? You know, rent will come up, or your mortgage will come up, and like, oh damn, I gotta pay my mortgage. I need to go, da 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 da. And I can understand, like, oh, she didn't say, oh, I need to go call my ex to go pay my mortgage. You know, what I mean, like. I pay attention and I ask those questions up front because, one, if your ex is doing something for you, I'm not about to do what your ex is about to do. Mm. Keep getting that money, sis. Mm. It comes like, to that cost. That's what I'm wondering. Keep, what keep is, getting that yeah. money, but I'm also going to find out, like, yeah. okay, well, you say you work at X, Y, and G job. Why can't you pay for it yourself? Uh-huh. That part. And if those, if those answers don't align that you don't align with me. Mm-hmm. Because if you're looking for a handout, I'm not that one. Uh-huh. I'm looking for a partnership. It's not sexy uh-huh. either. Uh-uh. It's oh not, my gosh. I'm looking for a partnership. I don't mind carrying the slack. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're in a bad time, I don't mind carrying the slack. If I'm in a bad time, I don't, I'm not gonna say, don't you carry the slack, right? Mm-hmm. That's a partnership. Exactly. Yeah. But if it's an individualized situation to where, you know, you're only looking out for me, 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 mm-hmm. I can't be with you, 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 <laughs> because it's never, it would never be us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I believe having those conversations off rip, I have them off rip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were younger, who cares? We're having fun. We're having a good time. Right. We didn't know each other. Yeah. yeah. But when, right. When you're yeah. dating with intention, you have those conversations. Okay. So what does your credit score look like? Right. I don't need to know the number, but if you were to go get, a car today could you get it for zero percent mm. apr or are you yeah. gonna have like a six or seven percent yeah yeah you know what i mean or like double digits mm-hmm. and do i need to do we need to carry my credit mm. or like what so you it's just i don't know i think i i think i have grown to the space to where i'm no longer afraid of asking those questions which i love it yeah. yes kudos to you so we it, we have asked those questions up front and it's I important know, to ask them because I feel like people get caught off guard with it later on. It's like, I'm, I'm always curious what kept you from asking it early on. because it's clearly important to you. Like, don't let somebody mess around mention the word budget. I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> hey, budget. <laughs> That's that was a love cute. language right That there. was cute for you. <laughs> you know, like those things, there's, there's certain trigger words. That I'm like, I'm listening out for. So I'm, I'm. And I, again, if I'm dating with intention, I'm listening, I'm caring, I'm, I'm digging deeper, I'm all that. If I'm not, then I don't give a shit what you say. Uh-huh. But that's that's wonderful that you can have those conversations and kind of like dig a little deeper to say, okay, oh, you know what you're really talking about. That's really good. Um, so I think it's 
when someone's ready to truly date with intention, it's important for them to be courageous in those conversations and ask those hard questions that you can't, it's not worth it waiting until after the fact right. to answer right. or to ask those questions because it's too late now. Mm-hmm. Right. You when, you, when you wait, when you wait, the, wait that long, it's like, okay, well, shit. I didn't ask this in month one. Yeah. We in month 10, I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm fully invested at this yep. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, I, I, Feelings are involved. I <laughs> spent my time, my effort, my <laughs> my heart's involved. My money has for damn sure been involved. Like it's an investment. This is an investment. <laughs> Shit, right? Shit. But when, <laughs> when you know, but so I, I say that to say this. Hmm. When you know you're with the person who you are supposed to be with, it would no longer be an investment, right? This is your purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I can do for you or she can do for me it's the purpose of us having the life yeah. that we choose to have. And if you, if you monetize what I do for you, what she does for me, that is a catalyst yeah. to a failed relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I'm like, or she or her, she or I will be like, oh, well, I did this for you. Okay, well, if you did that for me, yeah. Don't bring it up. Don't do it for me. Yeah, right. 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 Don't keep tabs on something. Like, if you if you're truly intentional on doing things for another individual, Mm -hmm. this should never come up in in the back end. Mm -hmm. And once it starts, and once it continuously comes up in the back end, then now I would feel like, well, okay, well now you for my money. Like now, Mm -hmm. don't do shit for me at this point. I don't. I don't even want it. Yeah. But if you have communication yeah and to be honest like I thought I've been a great communicator I thought I thought I was a great communicator all my life until I went to therapy oh, and she, she was oh, like she popped your bubble what'd she say she was <laughs> like bitch shout out to the therapist you, that start off with bitch. you communicated <laughs> your name bitch like you didn't say nothing else but when it came uh, to but when it came to like relationships I would always put myself last and never put myself first yeah okay. so I would always you know, rely on what she wanted to do instead of what yep. we wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's a we thing. If it's not a we thing, then they ain't gonna be a us thing. There you go. So Come on, growth. Mm-hmm. It's growth, okay. yo. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to be an advocate for therapy. I am here for like for the rest it. of my life, I'm and all my friends, it. even Courtney included, mm-hmm. told me I need to go to therapy, and I was like, Nah, that's for <laughs> crazy people. But it's not. It's for you and you, yeah. if you buy into it and you are receptive yeah it will work for you if and you're about if you're about your personal growth and about personal development then it is imperative to find a therapist that works for you mm-hmm. for sure but we should all be striving to grow and be a better version of ourselves that's that's right. Right. so yeah i mean like I said, ther- therapy is not taboo and not. If, if you don't need a therapist get a life coach get a counselor like there are other Avenues, avenues yeah. right, to talk to somebody outside of your circle or your family yeah. to kind of put things into perspective for you. So, have you ever gotten too comfortable in a relationship? What does that mean, comfortable? Mm-hmm. Whatever your definition comfortable. of comfortable is. You're allowing it things might, to slide? I mean, allowing things to slide or maybe taking things for granted or maybe, like, having expectations or, I don't know. Have you ever gotten too comfortable in a relationship so oh. far everything y'all described i think is it's a balance to it because i think it's good to have expectations but not so much that it it's they're far-fetched right mm-hmm. i don't know it, it, 
I want to know more. What this <laughs> but you can be comfortable in avoiding mm. situations. Like my ex, well, two exes prior to what I'm in now, mm-hmm. we avoided those conversations. Like we were just like almost not having blinders on, but yeah. just like, you know, I, I know I still like you. I know Sweeping I still under the rug. <laughs> Sweeping know. under the rug. That's the yeah. best way to put it. Like you swept under the rug because you don't want to ruffle any feathers, uh-huh. right? And when you don't want to ruffle any feathers, it's always grow. going to come to a head yeah. and it's going to be irreplaceable or not irreplaceable. It's going to be a situation to where you cannot come back from it uh-huh. because what is said is said. Right. What is done is done. And now that you are finally having the conversation, it's just like, you know what? Mm, I don't really need to be in this situation. Yeah. And things fall apart. So I believe that, yes, things can come. What was the question again? Have you ever gotten too comfortable in a relationship? Yes. <laughs> I believe you do get comfortable in a, in a, in a <laughs> I knew where I was going with it. I forgot what that the sky premise bar drink of the, kicking in. Of the conversation bar. was. But yes, I have definitely been in comfortable situations to where I should have gotten uncomfortable. But gotten that's the thing, especially like, you know, again, this is obviously where we are is through like growth and of our life experiences. But like, yeah, it, I want to have the difficult conversations up front. Like I want to be able to understand because that's how you grow is when you have those conversations, right? It's like this didn't work out. I didn't like how you did this or you didn't like how I did that. And we can talk about it and then move forward. Like that's how you grow is by having a difficult, difficult conversations. But unfortunately, if you're an adult and don't know how to have a conversation with somebody, even that's though you hard. disagree, then that's also a problem. That is the problem. <laughs> you I don't know how to have conversations. Ed, and I will say this because these, these new young whippersnappers, they Come on, don't know snappers. How. Come on snappers. <laughs> They don't know how to, I've always had, I've always had the wherewithal to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether I wanted to have it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't talk much. You do. Maybe. <laughs> <A> choice. <laughs> depends on who it is. Depends, depends on who it, it is. It definitely yes. depends on who it is. But I don't talk much. So when I'm in a relationship, I'm going to have those conversations. Yeah. I've never, I've never veered off from them, but that's been since I was young. Mm-hmm. Young tender. Now it's like. You have these Twitter fingers <laughs> that are able to have these conversations that you don't know how to have in person. Oh, oh gosh. Uh-huh. So that's the difference. Like uh-huh. We know how to have conversations, uh-huh. but when you're used to writing 400 characters a minute, <laughs> right. like, I mean, those Twitter fingers swiping and everything, Like it's like you don't even have to really say anything anymore. All you got to do is talk to a mic. You can say whatever you want to say. Uh-huh. That part. Cause there's, a, there's, a, there's a different connection you make when you actually have a face-to-face conversation. For sure. But sometimes if if what you're needing is time to process your thoughts and to formulate what you're going to say, then cool, have that. Uh-huh. What we're going to do is have this face-to-face conversation. Yeah. You are not a computer, nor yeah. am I. Yeah. Log off. Yeah. Hello. But, but even so, like my ex, prior to the young lady I'm talking to now, mm. I would say, hey, let's revisit this tomorrow. Uh-huh. Because I feel like when you get into a, a heated situation, yeah. yep, yep, that yep. nothing coming out of anybody's mouth Not is going positive. to be uh-huh. constructive, yep. Yep. right? Uh-huh. So I will say, hey, let's revisit. Oh, well, you don't have a conversation? No, <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation with you now because you are a fucking lawyer. I cannot oh, do gosh. that. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you right I don't, now. I don't know how to argue like you know how to argue. Yeah. I want to have a conversation. I want to have a discussion. I don't I do not do arguments well right. with anybody, whether you're a lawyer, teacher, nothing. 
I don't argue well. Yeah. But I want to have a co- constructive conversation. Mm-hmm. So I will always back off because I feel in the heat of an argument, you're going to say things you don't need to yep. say. You're going to say things you cannot take back. Yep. And say things that you probably would have never said unless you were in that heat of the argument. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when I say, hey, hmm, I'm going to call you back. It's because, one, I'm getting too emotional, mm-hmm. too emotionally invested. I can feel you're also getting too emotionally invested. And we're not going to come out on top with mm-hmm. this conversation. Yeah. So let's just take a break and have a conversation. Now, if you can't be grown up enough to do that, yeah, I don't need to be with you. Yeah. That was, that's a red flag right yeah, there. Listen, Autumn flags. If somebody them. especially is telling you, like, I can't do this, or they're aware of knowing that, like, you know, this isn't how I handle conflict and you as your, their partner or whatever can't understand that. And like you said, red flag, like my ex, <laughs> I know how I am as a person. Um, it, I am not on my toes type of a person when it comes to like conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to what you have to say. Um, and then I'll like process it. Like the way that I process is a little bit different. So when like things happen um, and it's emotionally charged, I'm like, okay, like I'll take it in. I need to digest it. I need to like journal. I need to figure out my thoughts and then we can talk about it later. Like that's my process. My ex on the other hand, she would like send me pages via text message. And I was like, oh God. and I'd be like, I was like, this is not a conversation you need to have via text. We need to have this in person. Mm-hmm. But then at that point she would be like, well, I am, she's like, well, I got it out already. So I'm good. And I'm like, no, wow. no, no, no. Because you got it out. You oh, understand wow. on the other side, while well, I'm reading all this stuff that you're talking about, you don't care about what yeah, I thought about. It's not a monologue, boo. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, but I, and, and I told her, I was like, no, so I'm going to take this when I process it, but then we can talk about it tomorrow when I'm not emotionally charged, when I am, you know, my brain is like, I've thought about it. I know I, I know how I feel now. I know what I want to say. Like I, I can express what it is that I'm feeling after I figure it out because mm-hmm. in the moment, do I know what I'm feeling? Probably not, other than I want to curse your ass out. But also, I don't want to be that person. You right, know what I mean? Right. So like, you don't get anywhere by cursing somebody out, although it feels great. Um, <laughs> you don't get anywhere by doing that. So my process is a little bit different. But if I tell you that as my partner, you should be like, okay, I accept that. And mm-hmm. then we can talk about it tomorrow. But side note, have any of y'all watched the ultimatum? The yes. Oh my one? I finally saw it. The Sam character. Oh, I finally saw gosh. it. That chick the I'm Latina. Just because you are Latin, which I do not appreciate you just mm. putting everybody in this Latin mm. box of hothead. But just not because you're Latin doesn't mean you get to push, okay? push, push the point of like verbally abuse. Right. She would not let up. Yeah. I'm like I, I was like, this is insane. That poor poor Sam was like I'm out. I'm packing be, my bag while she's gone. I'm Xander. Yo, Z- I connected with Xander. I'm, like, I'm I was Xander. like, yo, we're similar. Nah, Xander. So Xander, Xander but loves I like, to love. And I Xander love loves to love. But Xander left out a whole play. Like, I bet you Xander getting buku play in these streets. Well, now she is. Right. You know who's getting play? Mal. Mal. Hell yeah. <laughs> when Mal came on the scene, Dog. I was like, yo. Shut shit down from I jump. I love her. Swag. Like, I fell in love with Mac from like when day I tell you, one. I felt like Mal was not being 100% authentic. Shut and up, for real. In the reunion, I was like, when what's her girl's name? Yoli, when she oh, said it, Yoli I was so. like, oh, I was like, I knew it, bitch. I fucking knew it because people like that, like Mal, and like, no wait, disrespect. What, wait, what? what I miss? Like, what do you mean? What did you, you saw this, the show? Well, yeah, but like, she still wanted to marry well, her. I choose you. Well, I'm no, like, she's she, no, Mal chose her because this is how I feel. Mm. Talk about it. Mal chose Yoli because that was something that she was used to. 
she felt invaded. She because she was the one that was giving ultimatum. Because right, Xander but she was involved. up in blonde heads. Shit, was the was the blonde hair? But one? she, but she's up in her face. Right, she felt some kind of way because she's, Yoli was Yoli was feeling Xander, and I feel like that's what and that she knew. And why, yeah, and she knew that she was feeling Xander, and so she was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and put this ring on his finger because yeah. this is what she, this is what she wanted. Let me go ahead and give no. it to her. Mm-hmm. And, but but what Yoli didn't realize was she wanted that from the beginning. From jump. All she was trying to do was make sure her finances were in, just like me. I'm not Mm-mm. going to get into a situation. You're not now, though. No, no. She wants I'm, to make sure that Yoli wasn't going to be, oh, I mean, I want to marry you. But I just want to say yes to whoever prior, asked first. But that was prior to them coming to the show. Um. Like, just like me. Because I want to have kids, right? So I'm going to make sure our ducks are in a row. Like, with my promotion, I'm going to make sure how I was living prior to my promotion is how I'm going to be living. Yeah. All this is going towards uh-huh. us okay. having a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's, what she, that's all she was trying to do. And what Yoli couldn't wait for was that. So when could, she definitely saw... Definitely could not wait. When she saw and understood She said Xander had benefits. That, she said she got insurance. Right. I was benefits. done. So when she saw that Xander <laughs> was giving her this play... Yeah. And making her feel all lovey-dovey and all this. She was like, well, I can't lose this. Let me put a ring on it. Yeah. Knowing that she wasn't going to have her in the first place. That make- but it was, she had already she lost was for the streets. Her. The reunion was telling for me when Yoli was saying that, like, when the cameras went away, Mal fell back into the person that she was prior to the show. And I was like, I called it and I knew it. Like, she just wasn't showing up the way that she presented herself on the show mm-hmm. is not who who she was showing up as in person. Like, but did she fall back because she felt embarrassed? Hell yeah. I Wait, what? Or did she, did she fall back because she felt embarrassed or because that's who she should, because that wasn't the reason why they didn't get married. The reason why Yoli gave Mal the ultimatum was because she was not fully committing to having a marriage. But Mal always said, I'm trying to get my finances together so that we can have of, of the life that you want to live it had nothing to do with yoli no it did it, finances and she wanted to make sure that she loved her solely because her. she also saw that her last girlfriend she was all hands on deck and wanted to get married to the last one so she's like what makes who, me you, different who, so yoli yoli, no, yoli that was yoli, yoli falls yeah, she, hard yeah yoli, yoli falls hard. hard yeah hard. yeah mal was just like and she proved a point. Well, you no, you falling for anybody, bitch. Like you falling for the fucking janitor at this point. Like, if she gave <laughs> Not you, She gave you a letter. It was like, I love the way you clean. Like she was like, <laughs> let's have a conversation, bitch. Okay. So, so I see where Mal was coming, but at the end of the day, they went back to what foundation they had built. Right. It was like four years in, weren't they? Okay. I'm not gonna bring up the show anymore. But my my favorite character was Mal's best friend because that bitch was real. Oh yeah, she, she was like, I thought real. she was almost engaged to so and so. Like, yeah. wait, what? Oh yeah, the best friends that came on the scene, they were my favorite characters. What about the best friend to uh, Sam, her girlfriend? I forget her name. Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh my gosh, I had a crush on her. Tiffany's. Tiffany's. She friend. was dope too. Oh yeah, she was. She was yeah, she was fly. Everybody. But she was real her. too. She's like, yeah. so what y'all like? Y'all ain't, y'all ain't got done yet. Like yeah. y'all better get with it. And I just, I just want, I just want another season. Like, bring yes, us back. Agreed. Netflix, bring another season bring back. Because that was a, that's, that's a plug. The crazy thing bring was it back. because, like, Young Lamb, I'm recording now. She has all the other, other ultimatum. We were like talking, like, man, they should really have homosexual. Like, they should have like, a lesbian one. They heard you. And Next day, it came up, Listen. and they did. Okay, but we Nicole. So it. last time I saw you, you said that there was two in that show that you thought that I 
would like. Who were those two? Xander and Mal, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> Period. She the like. rest of them were crazy as hell. Which, yeah. I mean, Mal's aesthetics, yes. Um, and then Xander's personality. No, but she, her maturity. Sure. I love the Mal fact that when stuff got dramatic, mature. she addressed it head on. No, when when every time Mal had a situation where someone was being messy or petty, she's like, "Let me talk to you for a minute." She had she addressed what she had to address, and she mm-hmm. moved on. I just appreciate the direct maturity and saying like, "Look, we gonna talk about it, mm-hmm. okay? We dead? It's dead in the streets. And let's get back to the ground." Approach like, that shit head she on. Had, she had she it. Listen, Mal got all I the love pussy it. right now. Not <laughs> all the pussy right now. And Mal. Listen, she be streets. coming up on my TikTok. I'm like, oh, she Listen. got all the pussy. Right mm-hmm. They said, what's they say? What's your relationship? What's your relationship status? She's drinking rolling. water she and minding my business. That part, but Listen. Xander, but Xander isn't. I don't. I don't feel a Xander is as open to having multiples as Mal would probably be. Hell yeah, no, Mal was definitely ha- willing to be. A, uh, I have frupple. to say though, I couldn't get with Xander's eyebrows. Like, it's my oh, eyebrows. Anywho, that's all. Well, I want to thank you guys for giving your time today and sharing your thoughts and opinions on the various topics we discussed. To our listeners, grow your community and take a moment to like, subscribe, and or follow our guests on their respective platforms. If they want to tell you where to follow them, they can. If they don't, they can also do that too. So this is your time, friends. Yeah. Only only kids are following me to the classroom for, for educational come purposes. On, come on. Come there's, on. there's no following here. Off None the grid. Of None of it. You can follow me at 20 twin twin on instagram that's it it's Come a lot of friday ends in there figure it out <laughs> if you can't find a you'll be it you're bad your detective skills do are better. not that great do better <laughs> there are two of us so get watch out wait is she on instagram she is oh and if you would like to meet us in person for our cocktail mocktail hour we host every last sunday of the month you can find details on www.cmhepc.com slash register to find out details and to save your seat. And hopefully we'll see you then. <laughs>